You're listening to another episode of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 11. And today we are diving into essential oils. And I have a very special guest, and I'm so excited because this is the first guest of our show. And her name is Sandra Freeman. So before we start the episode, I'd love to tell you a little bit about her. Sandra resides in Northern California, and she has over 40 years experience in hands-on energy medicine and natural therapies. She teaches visionary healers how to tap more deeply into their healing ability and is passionate about helping others to take charge of their own well-being. Her philosophy is that when we come into alignment with the innate intelligence within us and in nature, we may heal personally and grow in compassion, love, and connection. And I've known Sandra for several years, and I just feel like we're soul sisters out there because her philosophy is so much in tune with mine. She believes in healing without being cut open or taking chemicals. She believes in a holistic approach to the body, heart, mind, and spirit. She believes that we can revitalize our bodies with the force of nature from water, plants, and sunshine. And this is what got her into essential oils as well. And most importantly, she believes in investing in your wellness now instead of waiting for a crisis. Now, if that doesn't match my philosophy to a T, I don't know what does. So put your hands together silently and help me welcome Sandra Freeman to this episode. And let's get started. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. And today we are going to be talking all about essential oils with my good friend and essential oil enthusiast, Sandra Freeman. But first, I just wanted to let you know that we have a freebie that accompanies this episode, and it's called Top Antimicrobial Essential Oils That You Want to Have in Your Medicine Cabinet. And to get it, you want to go over to www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 11. It's a great freebie. We give you a lot of information there, and I know you want to grab it. So, hey, Sandra, so where are you today? Where am I today? I am sitting in my office in Northern California, and it is a spring day, but very cloudy with rain. Oh, well, it's very hot down here where I am. It's like it was 98 yesterday. It was hot. <laughs> so. All right, so let's dive in. So today we're going to be talking all about essential oils because I'm a big essential oil enthusiast and you have taught me numerous things about essential oils. So I thought it'd be great to have you on the podcast because I know a lot of our listeners um, are into essential oils and I know that they're going to get a lot of benefit out of today's episode. So why don't we go ahead and start and tell me, you know, what are essential oils, you know, what are they all about? Okay, so basically essential oils um, are... Well, first of all, they're, they're natural aromatic compounds that are found in parts of plants like the seeds, the bark, the stems, the flowers, the roots. And in the plant, it's part of their natural defense mechanism. There is part of their natural protection to support their survival and to keep them vital. And they, essential oil, these, these compounds actually perform the same function for our cells. So the use of um, essential oils and other aromatic botanicals have been used um, as 
as long ago as 5,000 years ago. In multiple cultures, they, they, the use of essential oils and the precursors of that, which is probably crushing up and using aromatic plants in various ways, happened in multiple places in the world um, at the same time. So an interesting thing about the thing about essential oils. So they are they're uh, they're extracted from these plants, and they're highly concentrated. They can be sixty to seventy times more concentrated than the actual herb used in in an herbal form. Oh, okay. So is that why they tell you a lot of times to add a carrier oil to it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Some of them are hot, and uh, some of them are too strong without dilution, and especially you want to think about dilution with children and babies, but also with people who just have sensitive skin. And so, yes, that is part of the reason for having carrier oil to dilute it. Oh, that's cool. Yes, because I was just doing some studies on those to come up with a freebie for today, and they were talking about, you know, especially oregano oil, that it's really hot and to kind of you have to use carrier oil to dilute it. So that's a good thing. Yes. Cool. Okay, so let's now dive into, you know, why are essential oils effective and how do they work? What's their mechanism? Okay, so how they work is that they are able to penetrate our cell membranes. So for example, if we breathe in through our nose, the molecule, it will take about 20 seconds to reach the brain. If we use them topically, a couple minutes, and they can be found in the bloodstream. And within 20 minutes, it's, we can find that they've, they've affected every single cell in the body. So they're, they're really able to penetrate, and they are so effective because they work at the cellular, cellular level, and they help to protect our cells. They have a unique chemical structure it allows, um, that allows them to pass directly through the skin. So there ends up being an immediate system, systemic response when you apply them topically. So, for example, if somebody um, has a paper cut or they uh, got a cut with a knife while they're cooking, applying an oil like, for example, melaleuca oil, one can actually see it working and see the cut rapidly responding after application. They're, they're very, very effective. No, I definitely see that, especially, like I said, I was doing, I've been doing all this research for the freebie that we're giving away, and they were talking about tea tree oil and about a lot of other ones, so it was great. And I know that, you know, we were having some technological challenges getting this started, but I was breathing in, like I told you, my balance. And, hey, I'm feeling much better right now. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When, when I say that the molecules reach the brain, what, I, what I'm saying is, is that when we use them, when we breathe in, maybe it's, it, we put it on our fingers or in our, our hand, or maybe we're diffusing it, uh, and we breathe it in, the molecules, it's, it's a volatile uh, compound. The molecules just travel up into the brain and then the part of the brain that it reaches has to do with uh, it's in the hypothalamus it has to do with emotions so it's very effective for balancing moods like you described with with breathing in balance yeah I just I love it and I have my diffuser over on the other side of my desk and I absolutely love lavender oil so I diffuse that all the time in my office. And then I've got my, uh, my Himalayan salt lamp on the other side. So I've got all the good vibes going on all around me. And then That's I'm right. That sounds good. <laughs> and then I'm breathing in my essential oils and all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah. And I met a lady last night at a networking meeting. 
and she also does essential oils and she was and she was telling about all the different acupressure points that she applies essential oils and she's an acupuncturist you know that's her her first calling um, and then she got into using essential oils applying them at the same time using the acupuncture and she's seen like the response and the healing and the pain everything kind of just go away so much faster and the healing happening faster by using essential oils alongside her acupuncture and her acupressure so it's kind of cool I, I just I just I find it so fascinating and in that article that I was reading on um, the top antimicrobials I was just you know what they're saying is because a lot of um, antibiotics there's a lot of resistance especially like to MRSA and things that people have been using you know over and over again antifungals all of that kind of stuff that you know you use it and it just is not effective anymore so they're looking at research that um, is looking towards essential oils and bringing that in and start adapting that into some pharmaceutical stuff because we're not immune to that stuff yet so I just I just I find it fascinating just that is it's so it's so it sounds like a very wonderful avenue of research yeah so hopefully you know good things will be coming down that way all right so I know that there's different grades of essential oils so um tell us about that Yes, this is super important, actually, and the reality out on the marketplace is that over, well over 80% of fragrance formulations are completely synthetic. They're synthetic versions made in a lab to smell like essential oils, and I wouldn't even call it a grade. But in order to talk about grades of essential oil, I feel it's really important to, to bring this up. It's, it's the predominant thing out in the marketplace. And it's, it, it, you cannot just tell by the label because if you think, if you read a label and the label says, well, it's, it's natural or it's all natural or it's pure, it actually doesn't mean anything. Very likely, there's an 80% or more chance that it's fake and was made in a lab. Hmm. Okay, so then, that said, we have food-grade extracts. Um, these are things like you see on the shelves in the grocery store, so lemon extract or orange extract, something that you're going to use if you're baking or cooking. They're safe to use in food, but there's probably really no therapeutic value there. But those are essential oils. And then we, there are more therapeutic grades. And a lot, uh, just to explain a little bit about the elements that go into something like this being therapeutic have to do with the soil in which the plant was grown, the way, uh, the, the climate, the way it was harvested, the way it was handled after harvested, the way the distiller has worked with it. Um, after all of that, depending on how many different hands it passes through, hopefully there's been no adulteration, no contamination, no diluting, and you have a grade of essential oil that has more of the therapeutic and healing qualities than <coughs> that one would expect from essential oils. And then the, the highest grade, and, and this is really important to think about, is where there has been extensive testing so that the consumer knows what is actually in that bottle and if what it says on the bottle is what's in it. And that gets into and, and a lot in the supplement industry, um, herbal medicines, a lot of the kinds of equipment that people use for these things are used also to do the tests on essential oils. And I would advise anyone who wants to get into using essential oils to support their health and wellness to be looking for extensively tested therapeutic grade essential oils to do that. Okay, so, so what I'm hearing you say is that, is it, okay, so let's say if we go to our, you know, like out here, we've got Marshalls, we've got TJ Maxx, and you always will see on the counters, you know, essential oils. So right. even though they say that they may be natural or whatever, we don't really know what's in those. 
they can get away with saying that and it could be primarily a bunch of chemicals and those chemicals are petrochemicals. They're not exactly nourishing to our systems. Okay, cool. So you want to know, you want to really know where you're at the source of where your essential oils yes. are coming from. Cool. Yeah. Like I, and, I, and I educate that on the podcast. So I, tell, I tell ladies, you know, the same thing with supplements. If you're going to take a supplement and you're going to spend money on it or you're going to spend money on an essential oil, you know, you want to make sure that it's actually doing what it says that it's going to do. Absolutely. You really have to do your homework and, and it's worth it because then you know you have something that could support you. Absolutely. So ladies, you don't want to be running to Costco, like I've told you before, for your supplements, nor do you want to be going there for your essential oils. Make sure that you really know where these things are coming from because they actually have the potential to do many, many good things, but you have to have the right sources. Because just like I've had people tell me about certain supplements, oh, I took that and it didn't do anything. Well, because it's not a great source of a, you know, a supplement. Same thing with an essential oil. So if it didn't do something for you, maybe it wasn't the right thing and you need to just investigate that and not just blanketly say that all essential oils are bad. Exactly. I mean, I can give you a really good example of this. I have a, a natural foods grocery store that I shop in in my community. And I like to talk with the uh, people who work the cash register. I like to, to be friendly with them and get to know them a little bit. And one evening I was in there and this woman who um, I've always admired her. She was a real sweetheart. And I just noticed she just didn't seem like she was doing all that well. And I said something to her. I said, are you all right? And she said, you know, I am, I just, I've got, I hope it's not strep throat. I've got a really bad sore throat. I'm so wiped out. Um, last night, um, I ran a diffuser and I had one of the bottles of, of, of essential oil from the store, but it doesn't seem to be doing anything. It's not even touching it. So I said, I'll be back in, in a little bit. And I ran home and I got her an immune supportive, immune protective blend. And I got her a respiratory blend and I brought back just little tiny bottles to her. And I said, why don't you try these in your diffuser? And then when I went into the store the next day, I went in specifically to see how she was doing. She said, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I guess it must've been the difference of the oils that you brought me because I, I just made so much difference and um, my throat is so much better and I could breathe and I slept better and, um, that's just a perfect example because it was just, just the one night and she saw a difference. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, my daughter uses, um, breathe. She uses it. My, and I have my other daughter, all her friends, you know, have them all using the essential oils and especially for her because my daughter suffers sometimes from a little bit of anxiety. So she uses the Clary Calm and a lot of other different blends, and you know, the one I talked to you, and you tell me different things to try on her, and she just loves them. I mean, it's just it, it really does make a difference the product that you that you buy. So again, I can't say it enough. You know, when it comes to essential oils or to supplements, really do your homework. You know, or listen to us, ask us. You know, if you want to know where you should get your supplements or where you should get your oils, because we can point you in the right direction. Exactly, exactly. I had I had a, a long, long, long time client of mine. Um, uh, said, well, you know, I think I'd like to get a bottle of lavender oil from you. And I said, okay, um, I'll, uh, you know, I gave her the price and it was um, just a little over $20 for a 15 ml bottle. And she said, $21? She said, I get a big four ounce bottle of lavender for $7. I just looked at her and I said, I, I have to tell you that I don't know who it is, what your source is, but there isn't any reputable quality sur supplier of lavender oil that would have a four ounce bottle for $7. It can't, it just doesn't happen. It's just not possible. That she, she was not very happy to hear that. And she just kind of dropped the whole thing. But I know she thought about it a lot because she came back to me a um, month later and she said, I'd like to buy a bottle of the lavender oil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I get it because you and I, you know, we both work in this health field and 
I get it all day long, and I'm sure that you do too. I get patients, like I'll tell them, okay, this is where I want you to go. This is the supplements, the brands that I want you to go get. And they're like, you mean I can't get it at Walmart? And I'm like, you know, the ABC brand or whatever they call it. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, no. You know, or I tell them, you know, no, you cannot use the, you know, what is that, uh, Centrum? Because we right. call that. Right, in a Centrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we call those bedpan bullets. You know, you take them in and you find them in the bedpan because they go right through you and they do nothing. So, you know, it, it is. I tell people, you know, it's just like anything else. If you're going to spend money on something, you have to spend it on quality stuff. So even if you can't get, like, a bunch of it all at one time because you are on a budget, and don't, I totally get that because I'm on a budget too, you know, buy a good grade something this month and then save up and then next month buy something else and then the next month buy something else. That's perfectly okay. But just don't go and say, oh, you know, I just went over to XYZ Pharmacy and I just bought all this stuff because that isn't really great quality. And you've just spent a bunch of money on something that isn't even going to help you. Well, that is the money that is down the drain, exactly. So, for example, a 15-mil bottle, which is kind of a regular size bottle of lavender oil, lavender essential oil, has a few hundred drops in it. Okay, so let's say... The person is using it because they want to support relaxed sleep and they apply it to the bottom of their feet every night. Let's say they use a total of four drops, two on each foot every night. So that's a 20, let's just say, let's just say it's a $25 bottle. I mean, I'm just making this up. So what is that? I, to do the math there. So um, I, I'm just saying if I can get a calculator. It means that they're spending pennies per drop each time. So let me see if I can grab a calculator here. $25. I'm making that figure up. So each drop might be around $0.08. Cents. Okay, so that bottle is going to last for two and a half months, and they will have spent 16 to 32 cents a night on it for enhanced relaxation and sleep. It's, It's and it's right there. I mean, it's nothing. To me, that's nothing. Me, me neither. I, I get it. And I'm, I'm into all the natural stuff. And we, you know, we talk about that on the podcast. And, you know, I do practice Western medicine, so I do write prescriptions and stuff. But people just, they have to understand, too, that when you're doing natural more forms, like you're doing um, essential oils or you're doing supplements, it takes longer for the body to respond because the body just has to get used to it and it has to start working at a deeper cellular level. It's not like taking medication that is a band-aid that's just going to fix it like right then and there. It has to give, you have to give it some time. So a lot of people give up on things before they even give them a chance to work because they don't understand the the mechanisms of how things work. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and like supplements, I would say that essential oils work the same way in that they are nutrients that our cells can take in. And the by contrast, a medication, a pharmaceutical preparation, is most likely going to work by blocking enzymatic actions in the body. So it's a very different concept, and it may have a very uh, fast result, but it's not because the pharmaceutical is nourishing the cells to move the person toward, to give it the building blocks to resolve the issue. It's more like I need this pharmaceutical drug because I need help with the symptoms really badly. They have to be addressed. It's a very different mindset. Not that essential oils don't work with symptoms. They can be very effective with symptoms, but it is, it can be a little slower. Definitely. And that's, it's the same. It's the same way with um, other natural remedies that we put out there, and we talk about too. Because, like you said, you know, when you take a medication that's synthetic, changed, that is, you know, made and produced into a, in a lab, it's meant to go in and just do an effectiveness right then and there. 
and then boom, it's done. And that's why you have to keep on taking it over and over. Like if you look at pain medication or you look at some of these like um, sleeping medication and all this other stuff that's repetitive stuff that you have to constantly take night after night after night, it's because it goes in, it works, and boom, it's out. It has no sustaining or lasting effect. And therefore, that's why people get hooked on so many of these kind of um, medications, these opioids, these benzodiazepines, all these other things, whereas natural things, you know, take, take longer, but they're in there and they're breaking down the pro they're going through the whole process and rechanging, you know, a lot of things in our system, our DNA, our cellular makeup, so that it's effectively working longer for the long term to make things better so that you don't have to take something all the time because your body now knows what to do. Exactly. So very, very different. So that's cool. So, all right. So let's move it on here. We want to know, I want to know actually. So what are the different ways that we can use essential oils? And um, like I know that it has to be like at the, depending on the type of grade or the type of quality one, you can't take it internally. You can use it like in, with water and put it in your mouth and put it in a capsule. And there's other ways that you can put it on the skin and stuff like that. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So let's, let's talk about, um, some of the, 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 there's basically three ways to use essential oils. Let's talk about aromatically first. Aromatically just means that either we have placed a drop or two um, on, maybe on, the, on our, the palm of our hand, rub our two palms together and create a little, a little, a little place in between our two hands where we can breathe deeply and, and bring that uh, bring the molecules into our system. And another way to use it aromatically is to own and use a diffuser. I was incredibly resistant to implementing a diffuser when I began my journey with essential oils for no good reason really other than resistance to change probably. And so when I finally did start, and I was a little concerned um, that it would introduce moisture into my home, which it did not. It's been fantastic. So when I did finally start diffusing with a diffuser, it was just this, now I diffuse every single evening. Every night I diffuse in my bedroom to support my respiratory function and to keep the airways and passageways open. So that's an example. Aromatic use, as I described before, allows us to take in the molecules. They'll travel up the olfactory nerve in the nose, and, and actually the molecules will travel to the amygdala of the brain, which, is, which has to do with the emotions. So very effective for mood. But also when they're used aromatically, the molecules are going into our sinus area, the mucous membranes there, the mucous membranes of the, of the respiratory tract. And so there's this direct contact and direct healing available by aromatic use, which is just wonderful because that's what these, these, these compounds within the plant were, were there to support the plant's immune system and protect the plant from threats. And we can use it the same way. So aromatically is great. Another way to use it, which I mentioned was, was topically, and this also is, oh my gosh, if we apply it topically to the bottom of the, of the feet, then we have it begin to affect the entire body within 20 minutes. And even if it's for, it could be, we could use it to support our immune system. We could use it to promote relaxation, such as better sleep. There are so many different, once it's in, once it's gone into the bottom of the feet and into the system, there are so many different ways, ways essential oils can support our bodies. We also can address a skin condition so, or address beautifying the skin. So many essential oils are powerfully effective for skin care and can be used to hydrate the skin, to reduce 
the signs of premature aging to revitalize and refresh the skin. Also, we may use it somewhere else on our skin where there might be, well, one of the things I, ha I did is I had something on the bottom of my foot that looked like a little wart of some kind. And I just applied oregano oil regularly to the bottom of the foot and it it just eventually shrank and fell off. It went away. Wow, that's so cool. they're just yes, and also the thing you mentioned about the Chinese medicine person and that she found that when she used essential oils along with her treatments that they became more powerful, more effective. So it's kind of interesting that there are some places on the body, for example, on the inside of the wrists and on the veins that you see that run from on the inside of the, of the forearm from the wrist all the way up to the elbow crease. If you look at your arm, you see those veins. Those are powerful places to apply topically to get the oil into the system, as well as there's other key areas. Um, you can you, you can apply essential oils to the cervical spine, to the neck, or to the to the entire spine if we want to, and they're going to rapidly get into uh, the nervous system. It's really uh, topically has a number of ways that it can be effective, and from more than one perspective in terms of what we want to support in our systems. And then the, you asked about it internally and how, you know, is it safe or how, how do you, so it, it, the main point I have to make is that since most essential oils that are marketed are not really what they say they are and they've been made in a lab, they could be quite dangerous to take in internally and it's, people will also say that they smelled essential oils in a store or they were in somebody's house where the person was diffusing and all they got was a headache. And a lot of times this is because they're breathing in perfume basically and synthetic substances, chemicals. So for internal use, you want to be sure that it has been sourced in such a way and tested so that it is safe for internal use. And most of the time, one is going to find that 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 can't be guaranteed. So if any of your listeners want to know from you, you can more specifically guide them to oils that are safe for internal, internal use. So I take ones that are safe for internal use, and they have been fantastic for me. They, uh, you can use them in cooking. And they're my son, who's was a professional cook for over a decade is really good with all the ways that you can can use them he's got great recipes and i've learned a lot from him and then there's internal use to support the different parts of the body to support the gastrointestinal tract to get it into if you take it a certain way with a with a capsule that uh, is like an enteric coating, it will get more readily into the blood and the lymph and be carried to the places that need support. It's quite phenomenal. And I, I've had some really fantastic results from internal use. But like I say, it's very important to do your homework on what you're intending to use internally. It's extremely, extremely important. Otherwise, it could be actually bad for you. Well, yeah, well, thank you so much for that. Yes, so again, ladies, you know, just make sure that if you're going to take them internally, that you are taking ones that are supposed to be taken internally and that are tested and you know what you're doing there too. Which is, I, and that, 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 that is going to be extremely rare. I just want to point that out. Many times if you talk with someone about essential oils, they, they will tell you that they've heard that they're dangerous to take internally. And I would say for the most part, what's readily available out there is dangerous to take internally. So the thing, the most important part of this is in knowing the various ways that we can use them in our lives. And I'll, I'll give you a very specific example right now. Um, 
I have a, a colleague who lives in, uh, well, she lives in the Midwest and I'm in Northern California. She has a very large family and she's always wanted to learn about essential oils. And we met last winter in a class that I was teaching and she really wanted to know how to get started. And as we began to talk more, I found out that her, one of her granddaughters has a lot of, she's in, she's in elementary school, so she's an elementary school age child, has a lot of anger issues and, and difficulty in the classroom and quite a bit of anxiety. And the family's been working on supporting her in having a more successful experience in school and at home. And my friend really wanted to know first and foremost how she could support her granddaughter. And we discussed some options and how to use them. And we ended up, because she can flare up with anger and frustration in the middle of class or in the middle of situations that, you know, are, are, you know, it's awkward, really awkward for her and for everyone else. Um, I had uh, Mary Joan get a personal inhaler, which is a little case. It looks like a large lipstick case. And inside the case is another glass part. And you can have a, a wick inside of that saturated with whatever oil one wants to inhale and it doesn't spread throughout the room nobody else can smell it it's just in your pocket your purse or your backpack and she would get it out and inhale deeply and get to experience that relief and that sense of letting go and that was just one of the many things we did but I just want to say that these uses aromatic use topical use the the the, the rare oils that you can take internally we're, when we learn to implement them in, in ways uh, throughout our day, it, it overall raises our quality of life. That's the, that's, and, we, and there's always more than one way to make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that um, I use them every day, and I have a special blend that I use right before I go to work and I have to see all those patients. I, you know, I put it on my wrist, like you said, I rub it on my neck and I just, number one, it smells awesome. So it does make me feel better in that respect. And number two, it just helps me to be a little bit more aligned and to have a little bit clearer thinking. So it does have, it has a lot. I can honestly tell you that it has, it has really helped me a lot. And I, like I said, I, I diffuse lavender all the time. I use orange, with some um, coconut oil in my bath, um, as fragrance, it just it just does so many good things. And I've heard so many good things from other people that have used it for many other things. So I just I'm all in, and I'm really learning a lot here. And I'm just going to continue to learn because that's you know that's been a passion of mine too. And I want to bring more to the to the ladies as we as we go along and share um, just use essential oils as part of the alternative therapies of things that we can do for women's health. So I think that's a, it's a great place to start with that. So tell us now, what are some of the benefits of using essential oils besides, you know, we, we know, like I just said, it can raise your mood. That's, that's a good thing. But what right. else can they do? So, yes. So uh, believe it or not, you can use them to reduce your fatigue. And uh, one, just one quick example, if you take a really pure peppermint oil, and just deeply inhale. Put a drop or two on the palm of your hand and deeply, deeply inhale. It is very energizing. It can really refresh. Uh, it can make you alert, and it really helps to reduce fatigue. Oh, that's good. Quite amazing. Have, that's good because I have peppermint sitting right yeah. here next to my desk. And and last night at the at the at the networking thing. The acupuncturist, she was like giving out samples of the of peppermint to people. And it was just, it's the whole room just smelled so good. Oh, and I think, you know, I, I had, a, and the drive home was like an hour and a, well, like about an hour and a half drive home because the meeting was quite far, but that I had to go to. But I just, I had my peppermint and I have, and I also, like you, like you told me, I carry my, my orange oil in my car. And I just, 
didn't have any fatigue. I was just driving home and listening yeah. to music, and me and my girlfriend yeah. were just talking. And it was like I got home, and I was like, oh, wow, time went by fast tonight. Yes, and I, I do use it instead of pulling over and getting caffeine. If I am getting tired while I'm driving and getting drowsy, I use a respiratory blend uh, alternately with the peppermint oil, and it opens up all my passageways, and I become very alert, and I, the drive is a breeze. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. So what else you can use? You can use essential oils to uh, promote more restful sleep, which I mentioned earlier. There are more oils than just uh, lavender essential oil that will help with that. So there are multiple oils that can, can, can do that. And this is a, a fairly widespread wellness issue for many people in our society. Getting relaxed enough and having restful sleep. I also mentioned before we can use it to promote beautiful skin. Also, you can use essential oils to soothe stressed muscles. There are many oils that will help with that and blends of wide variety that will work with that. It's great. We can also use them to protect our immune system. And so many of the essential oils have that function in their plant they're sourced from. So there's a wide variety of different essential oils that help to protect immunity. And then, um, so here's an example. Uh, this is pretty, pretty, uh, we talked about melaleuca just for a moment earlier. And melaleuca is a workhorse. These same oils that, for example, you could put melaleuca on a toothbrush and use it while when you're brushing your teeth and it's going to contact your gums and your teeth and your tongue. You can also use that same oil, melaleuca, to protect your immunity by using it on a sponge when you're cleaning off your counters in your house, your sink or your kitchen counters. Oregano oil is the same way. You may not want your kitchen to smell like oregano, but it won't last forever. Putting that on your sponge and using that kind of thing when you're cleaning is a, is a really good way to protect your immunity and reduce the amount of catching colds or flu during the cold and flu season, even within the household. So those are a few examples of benefits. Um, there are many, many more many, many more, but I thought it would give some very practical examples. Yeah, well, I especially like the real beautiful skin one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think all the ladies are into that. Okay, so if our listeners wanted to get started today with some essential oils, what would you, re what would you recommend um, that they start with? Okay, so this is a really great question, Michelle, because the first thing I would say is not to make the mistake of getting focused on an oil or a couple of oils because you like them. I mean, people want to do that, and I understand why, but the most important thing to think about if one wants to start using essential oils to enhance their entire existence, so all these levels of... of um, being able to calm, become calm when we need to, to aid our digestion when we need to, to protect ourselves when we have been exposed to threats, to have non-toxic cleaning in our homes and reduce the amount of chemicals in the home. All these various reasons that feed into or support increased wellness. The most important thing is to have a collection of oils to choose from. Because what happens is, let's say I love the way lavender smells and I decide I'm going to get a bottle of lavender. The next time that my 10-year-old child is starting to come down with a flu, the lavender oil is going to do nothing for that. Nothing. But if I had a collection and I knew that in, in that same drawer or cabinet, I had oregano oil or something else Im immune supportive, 
I could go to that. I could rub it on the child's feet. I could rub it on the child's spine. And I would have something right there. Also, um, so, it, it, so it really helps then to think about uh, enough of a collection that want, you've brought something into the home that's going to, to function in multiple ways. And that, so that's my first piece of advice. And then in terms of a lot of the top oils, ones that are widely used and widely known, I will list a number of them right now. Um, I don't know if you actually have time for me to go into their uses. I don't, and I think maybe your gift, does that explain a lot of that, the gift that you're offering to your listeners? Well, the freebie is talking about um, antimicrobial essential oils. So I'm going to be talking about the ones that will Great. help with, you know, like oregano, different things like that, that will actually Great. talk about heal fungus that you can use to help, like you just said, to ward off, um, build your immunity, ward off trying to get sick, so you don't have to take the flu shot next year, things like that. Right, right. Okay, so let's see. Here are some of the top oils. Lemon essential oil, which is, is pressed from the, the rind of a lemon, has so very many uses. So, for example, and it's a very popular oil, it uplifts mood. If, it's, if, it is a, if you have a, a sticker or something else that you cannot scrub off of a surface, lemon essential oil will take it off. It cuts grease. It can be used. Um, uh, oh gosh, there's just there's so many uses for lemon. It, it, you can use it to help clear your throat if you've got junk in the back of your throat. It's just a, it's just a very very uh, it's, it can be very supportive to the um, liver and the kidneys. You can you, there are just so many uses for it. It's it's amazing. Another one, of course, and everyone has heard of lavender essential oil. It is very good for relaxing muscle. It is great for bringing tension down and reducing stress. It can be applied topically at the base of the skull, the back of the neck, on the feet, or inhaled to just calm stress. It is fantastic for inflammatory, for things that are getting irritated red and, 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 and swell, uh, lavender essential oil can uh, reduce that response. It is, okay, what do I want to say? It is, it, it's widely used for cleaning as well. And when I put, put my clothes in the dryer, I will always put some lavender oil in the dryer, a couple drops while it's drying because it'll permeate everything in the dryer. Yeah, and I, do that. I, I do that too. I put it on, I have those um, dryer balls and I, yes. put a few, and I put a few drops of the lavender oil on the, on the dryer ball and then I yes. stick that in there and that's my natural. I don't use the dryer sheets at all anymore. But right. it's important to note that dryer sheets are one of the most, they're probably, I've read m multiple articles that say that dryer sheets are the biggest source of toxicity in the home because of the fragrance. Absolutely. They, some of them are so potent that, I mean, God, they just give me a headache. Exactly. Exactly. So there, there, and there's so many more uses. I mean, oh, burns. Any time that I burn myself cooking, lavender is going to get on it right away, right away. It's going to make a difference. It's amazing. So that's a little bit about lavender. Peppermint is a great oil to have. I mentioned the energizing, um, helping one to become alert. It can also be very effective on stressed muscles. It can be effective when there's a headache. It is great to use to get rid of ants. Ants do not like peppermint. If a if someone in the family is getting a sore throat, you can take a hot washcloth with a drop of uh, peppermint oil on it and inhale deeply, and it's going, you're going to feel it. It's very soothing. So there's many uses for peppermint. A few other really popular uh, oils, Melaleuca, as I've mentioned, is a workhorse and is not only helps with germs, but is healing to skin irritations and Great for using and cleaning. I often add it to the dryer balls in my dryer. 
because of the um, it'll help with mold. It's it's just I use in my shower. I have a little bottle of Melaleuca that I add to my shampoo because it's so good for the scalp. Cool. And okay. yeah, I use it on the toothbrush. I love it. And these are just the very pragmatic uses. There are emotional reasons for emotional balance and so on that I'm not even going into that much. I'm staying really pragmatic a lot. Other very popular um, oils, let's see. Um, I want to say that there are blends that can be a must to have. I think having a good respiratory blend is essential for almost every household. Some people have more issues with their respiratory tract than others. Some people snore. Some people are using a CPAP machine. A good respiratory blend with uh, essential oils in it that are going to support uh, opening the passageways, keeping them open, easier breathing. I would think it would be like a, a, a must in every, in every home. And then let's see what else. Oh, I should probably mention frankincense. Frankincense is, it's almost like people say, when in doubt, use frankincense. It is fantastic for uh, relaxing for me to, to go to sleep. I will take a little bit and rub it on the inside of my ear cartilage, both ears. It helps me relax and go to sleep. It's, it's really good for um, cellular regeneration. It is fantastic for skin. Oh, it's just really great, whether it's to uh, beautify the skin or to work with something happening on the skin, like a blemish, a spot, something like that. It, frankincense is great, and it, it's good for, for pain. It's good for so many, many household daily uses. So I highly, and it's, it's a wonderful diffused and it's wonderful blended with others, with other things, frankincense and lavender together in the diffuser. Wonderful. Wow. Those are cool. So yeah. We talked, so we talked about, okay, so lavender, peppermint, lemon, frankincense for the skin. Um, we can also do, I love tea tree. Tea tree, I, my son uses it for acne all the time. It's a, and we can also use it as a cleanser, you said. Yes. So maybe what, what we'll do too is in, uh, somewhere on the blog post, I'll do a blog post or something, talk to them about like all those different top 10 oils or something that you recommend and their uses. That'd Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, you know, for having, for coming on today. Just, I really enjoyed this conversation and I know that you are like an essential oil enthusiast and teaching me many things that I like to know. And I'm sure the ladies got so much out of that. So thank you. You're welcome, Michelle. My pleasure. All right, ladies, so here you have it. We talked about Essential Oils 101. Um, don't forget to go to www.wellwomennetwork.com forward slash episode 11 to grab the freebie, top antimicrobial essential oils that you want to have in your medicine cabinet. We know you're going to love that. After you get the freebie, come on over and join us in our Facebook group at um, Well Woman Network Thrive and Revive where we keep the conversation going. So, ladies, until next time, have a very blessed week. And I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye for now.